favorite uh, player today, Giovanna. Gioia Giovanna is going to be subbing in for Scott Simons today. Scott has a conference that he's going to early morning, so he needed to prep a little bit. And uh, it is a club, so since it's a club, we have some people that are able to come and sub for our people that are not able to show up. And it is not because Scott is not a pro, it's because he is a pro that he is where he needs to be because this is obviously yeah. his uh, financial and entrepreneurial and professional business is uh, mainly doing conferences in regards to health and wellness inside of the uh, corporate area. So it should not be too long that uh, we will find... Uh, Giovanna come up and today we're going to be talking about inspiration and how, hey. hello Giovanna and how appropriate <laughs> is it that we have a substitute conference moderator on the inspiration Wednesday as a breathwork transformational breathwork practitioner inspirare how are you uh, arriving today this morning Giovanna I am arriving really well because I started my day like most of us do you Scott and I with a 10, 11 minutes of Wim Hof. Man, yes. that, guy, that guy kicks ass. You finish with him and you're like, yeah. all right, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Breathe, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love good, Wim. Good morning, Nick. Good to see you there. Good morning, Nick. Uh, I did similar. I had a heart coherence and then I did a Wim Hof 11 minute breathing practice. And uh, oh. then, yeah. Is that something talk, similar you did? Talk to me. What What is this? I mean, I've heard of heart heart coherence, but how does it uh, how does it see or how do, is it as a morning practice? What form uh, does it take? I um, I start off very early. As soon as I wake up, very quickly, I jump into my heart coherence practice, which is a um, regular breathing of five second inhale and five second exhale for five minutes. And uh, you go through the cycle and it helps really put your heart in a coherent state. And not only your physical heart in the middle of your chest, but your gut heart and your mind heart as well. So you align all of the hearts, the, the, the mind, the heart and the, in, the um, instinct. Mm -hmm. And uh, it helps that like I, when I have important decisions to make, I often do a heart coherence before to be able to um, enter that uh, centered state, aligned state, to figure out if my mind, heart, and in instinct, intuition are aligned into what I want to do. Because sometimes it's just my mind that wants to do something, and the heart and instinct is not aligned with it. And to notice if it's a good idea, if to invest in something, or to make a certain decision. And they say that if you do it for five minutes, more is not required. It's not more useful to do it longer. You get the full benefit of five, after five minutes, they say that your heart is in a cohesive state for six hours, as long as you don't have a, something major happening to you. So you could do it uh, two to three times in a day, and you could cover your whole day, wake, waking day. If you do it in the morning, you do it at lunch, you do it in the evening, you cover your whole day, and you stay in a cohesive state as much as possible. Tell me, does it involve any breath holds at the inhale or exhale? Yes, uh, you do uh, 30, 20, 30 to 40 cycles of deep inhale through stomach and chest and then a, a, a quick uh, release. So just doing a... And you allow yourself to hyper-oxygenate your blood. It's not necessarily hyperventilating. You have to be careful not to hyperventilate, but you stay in a controlled state of breathing, deep breathing. And at the end of your 30 to 40 breaths, you uh, exhale fully. 
and you hold with your your uh, your lungs empty, and that's the bliss. That's where you enter the bliss state, and that's where you feel your body starting to tingle. And you try to hold maybe five seconds longer than what's comfortable to be able to extend just a little bit. And uh, then you take a 15 second inhale. Uh, you inhale fully and you hold for 15 seconds with full lungs. And again, you have that rush of uh, energy everywhere in your body. And then you start over another cycle. Well, that's, the, I like because when you did that, I heard the gentle, well, gentle, a short exhale. Yeah, just a slow release. Not, yes. not, uh, not forcing yeah. the lungs empty, so you keep a little bit of oxygen. Great. That's yeah. the concept of building up the carbon dioxide. Wow, I'm going to try that. So you're doing it for five minutes? Uh, heart coherence, not the yes. Wim Hof. Not the Wim Hof. No, no, oh, no, I, was, but... I, mixed, I mixed both of them. You, we, we mixed heart coherence and Wim Hof, true. There's no, uh, there's no uh, breath retention in heart coherence. I'm okay. sorry about that. I was okay. mixing up uh, these two breathing exercises. All right. So the, the uh, sorry, the heart coherence just is a flow. No pauses in between. No pauses in between. A flow. There's no retention. And uh, I do the retention after when I do my Wim Hof. But I love okay. doing them both together. Okay. I'll take yeah. a look at com that combination because it sounds like that once you've gotten yourself, you know, uh, coherence, like they're connected. Yeah. You know, in a, in an energetic way. And then you go into turbo power with Wim Hof. Yeah. It's, it's like you got to sit for 30 seconds before you get up or you're going to be dizzy of energy. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> and um, so you did your, you did your, not a heart coherence, you did your Wim Hof. You did your... I, I did my Wim Hof and then I do, uh, let me take a look what it's called. I, I do a uh, wake up app called, oh, it's called Waking Up by Sam Harris. Oh, yeah, I like that. And, yeah, can you imagine? It's my son who uh, two years ago said, Mom, <laughs> I think you'd like this. And it's a 10-minute wake-up, and uh, it's based on mindful meditation. Mm -hmm. And um, it's this morning was about the space of, around you. Oh, he did a part of how to sit. And you know how mostly you hear... I hear, you know, sit up straight, you know, yeah. keep your body. Well, he went and did this thing that I had learned with Pilates is the third quadrant, like on the back of your head. Imagine back of your head, the top of your head, but to the back, the string holding up. Mm. And I had realized that I had my chin up, like, you know, I'm sitting straight. And when he oh, did yeah. that, my chin went down and then I felt this pull vertebrae by vertebrae going up. And as he's got you doing that, then he gets you to relax into the position. Oh, la, la. Then he mm. talked about the space around and then the space inside and now blend them into one. Mm. And I, I got there and that, that felt really wonderful. So, yeah, I'm in a good place this morning. Yeah, there's something about uh, meditating and putting your awareness on space that really puts you in this place inside of you that is very spacey. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've incorporated that a lot in my meditation, my guided meditations and hypnosis. I, I, I bring people in. Dispenza does that with some of his true where he says, you know, space, you know, space around you to the left, to the right, yeah. front, back. And then you're like floating in space. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about him, but I, I get him when he says that I'm able to follow. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Joey D has a lot of power. He uh, did, you know, his story. No the story of Joey D. So he he was a chiropractor. 
-hmm. And uh, he got into an, a car or bicycle accident. I think it was a bicycle accident. And he uh, oh, he had yes, uh, his back yes. was broken. He had a broken back, and he was in a hospital. And his doctors were saying, "You're not walking out of here. Like whatever is going to happen, you're not going to be walking out of here. You're going to be rolling out of here." And uh, he was like, "No fucking way. I'm not. That's not true. I'm going to walk out of here. You watch me." And he was about seven months in recovery seven or eight months, and every day he was doing a visualization, entering a profound, deep, meditative state. And uh, since he was a chiropractor, he had an intense visual acuity of the vertebrae. And he was going inside of his back, in his mind, and rebuilding every single vertebrae. And after seven or eight months of recovery, he walked out of the hospital. So, uh, I... As you were saying it, it came back to me because in our world with um, uh, transformational breath, he is one of the, the people we study. And so it just came back as you were saying that. But Joey, you often speak about um, uh, mirror, mirror, neurons. mirror neurons. And the other day you had another lady on, I think during Socratic method, and she was talking about particles with that it was a, a concept in physics yes and would any of that relate to the dispenser story i believe so i believe especially for the the, the particles it was chris marie bowman in uh, my uh, socratic walks uh, clubhouse mm -hmm. and uh, she works a lot with uh, manifesting and uh, the um, law of attraction and quantum field of infinite possibilities Mm -hmm. And uh, she has the Manifesting Mondays that she based on the work of Lynn McTaggart, who is a journalist and brings a very scientific approach to how to manifest. And um, what she studied was she studied uh, jointly with uh, Dr. Masaru Emoto, who mm -hmm. studied the crystals of water <gasps> when frozen and when you put emotions oh. into them. Oh. Some and of the most beautiful images. Go on, yes. sorry. Yes, yeah, so please research uh, Masaru Emoto, M-A-S-A-R-U, Emoto, E-M-O-T-O. And uh, just look at images on Google and you're going to see images of water frozen, a rapid freezing. And you see the shape of the particles that are created that are beautiful and unique and aligned and, and synchronistic when you put positive emotions into the water. And that are chaotic and broken and a little bit ugly uh, when uh, you put negative emotions in it. And he mm -hmm. discovered that they were able to purify water with positive emotions. And since we are 70% water, they started working on what happens if we send positive emotions to a person. And uh, they developed, Lynn McTaggart developed what she calls the zero point field um, method of activating uh, your infinite possibilities and uh, the power of eight people sitting in a circle and meditating and praying on one person. If the person is there or not is not even important. If the person is aware or not is not even important. It's, it's beneficial to actually be in the middle of the circle physically or mentally or aware of what you want to work on, but it's not, not essential. And they have seen miraculous uh, recoveries by using this method. And when you're saying eight people sitting in a circle, is if they're physically together, is the person that they are like concentrating on or working with in, in a cellular way, is that person in the middle of the circle? I would imagine so. I would imagine wow. so if you do it physically. But uh, in this uh, virtual world of plenty since the past few years, uh, they do it on uh, virtually and it works just as well. Nice. Yeah, so they, they're talking about the particles. Uh, she's talking about how 
uh, in the quantum field of infinite possibilities, a wavelength becomes a particle when you look at it. So the observation changes the, the molecule, changes the, the, the wave into a particle and observation of it. And that's why when we're observing someone's illness and imagining them to being well and sending them well-wishing, it affects. So it's not the mirror neurons so much as the particle, the quantum field particle field. And um, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here and I'm jumbling it, but essentially that's what it is. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure if it is Heisenberg that uh, was mentioning something years ago, and I'm, I'm not quite sure right now, I'm a little far away from my physics courses of a few years ago, but it's that part of the observer changes what's being observed. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's what you're talking about. And is that the Heisenberg of Breaking Bad you're talking about, or the actual <laughs> physics teacher? <laughs> yeah, no. It's, what's uh, my name? What's yeah. my name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but yeah, definitely, be... that's what it is. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's uh, pretty powerful. I can feel it here. I think both of us uh, spoke about this yesterday or this morning regarding um, being with someone yes. and being fully there for them as they're going through something and to, to have a sense without maybe speaking about it. Like I have a girlfriend, a dear, dear friend um, that is like a quasi daughter of mine. And uh, she called on Saturday in tears and saying, my husband wants to end the marriage. Can I come over and stay for a few days? And of course, my heart just opened up that I get a chance. She's a woman now. She's in her 40s. And that I get a chance to love her mm -hmm. and to have her within my world. Yeah. And uh, I see that, you know, she was here two days. She arrived on Sunday afternoon. And by yesterday afternoon, she was changed. And it's not, you know, it's not I that changed her. It's, you know, when you enter an environment and the environment contain, uh, continues to be a constant of yeah. peace and safety. She knows my home well. And I've, I'm blown away by the girl who arrived. Well, I called her my girl. <laughs> but the girl who arrived to the girl that she is today. And, um, and then what it does to me to have someone to really love. Yeah. Just like the energy within me has risen because someone has given me permission to love them mm. and, and to love them knowing boundaries, but to just send, just look at her and everything in me just loves her so deeply. And, you know, some of her friends that know she's here have said, oh, you've gone home. Hmm. And um, it's just this thing that happens and I feel stronger because I can let my love flow. And isn't it beautiful how when you move away, like you, you get out of the way to allow your love to show up, how it's not about you anymore and then you really show up fully in your most highest self possible to help this person that's in front of you. Yeah, it's like Giovanna left the room. <laughs> yeah, and Joya appeared, and Joya is here for the friend and the daughter. Yes. Yeah. I think you. I think you mentioned something about a friend that's calling you from far away. Yes, I have a friend that experienced a bufo uh, psychedelic uh, toad, uh, the five-meo DMT in Tulum, and uh, it was bliss at the beginning, but very quickly uh, the integration started, and he's been having he's been struggling with sleep. He's having difficulty sleeping. 
because uh, every time he closes his eyes, he feels like he's entering the quantum field of infinite possibilities, and he doesn't want to. He wants to sleep. <laughs> so he's uh, freaking out a bit, and I wake up early, so when he's awake, he sees I'm awake. He, we video message, and we talk, and I help, I help ease his, uh, his anguish. Do you use any of your hyp hypnosis skills with him? I, that's all. That's all I ever do. I believe when I talk with people, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it ever turns off. I think a conversation with you is hypnotic. Yeah. That voice of yours. I'm yeah. sorry. I've told you a few times. <laughs> one day, when your wife comes breathing next week, I'll let her know. But it's like you've got a voice that melts panties, boy. It's like fuck. Yeah. So your voice in itself is hypnotic. So I can see how that can help. Yeah, I believe when I. Um... When I embodied the, the joy, joyful persona, uh, I became hypnotic. I became hypnosis, where I, I can't turn it off and I just allow it to always be present. And uh, I have this uh, deep sense of desire to help everyone uh, leave the conversation better, more conscious in some way. Mm -hmm. And it comes out like I gave myself that command years ago and now I just let it happen. And whatever intuition pops up, information, or I just allow it to be there and I don't question anymore what's mm -hmm. inside. I'm not afraid. I get this feeling when I listen to you and Scott, because I, I know you as friends, and I know Scott for quite a while. And when the two of you start in the morning together, yeah. it's it's like the ego has left the room, and there is a flow yeah. that I listen to you both, and I'm going, oh, man, listen mm -hmm. to the riff. It's just <laughs> wonderful. Well, a little bit like you and me today. I feel as if we're, uh, we're very similar right now with that... Uh... We have both left the building and our, our, our hearts are dancing together right now. Well, it's a great way for me to start the day. <laughs> I see that we have the regulars that were together this morning with Nick and Sheila. Yes. I was wondering if either of them have something. I don't know if on Wednesdays you invite in. Oh, we always, uh, I mean, we always invite in. It depends on the, the feeling. I know that uh, Scott and I have a lot to share, so we wait a little bit longer, but I'm, oh. uh, I'm with Gioia today. So Gioia and <laughs> I, Joyful are, I, are I open into early. Yeah, I do want to bring up something which maybe can be part of what they will, if they want to participate. But uh, this thing of uh, having a friend that has had a psychedelic and uh, had an opening mm -hmm. and then are in a way left to their own for their integration. Yeah. I have a, a very strong feeling about that because transformational breath, uh, when done for a, a, you know, a constant time, like you're there, somebody's beside you and yeah. it's like, <laughs> breathe, <laughs> breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then your energy rises and you get to a really powerful place in many, many occasions. And I see that, that the need for integration and from my own uh, hero doses that were pretty profound, yeah. uh, the time for, med for integration. And I think you experienced that. I, I, have, I have this thing inside of me because of my traumas to mm -hmm. have, you know, throughout my life that to have been left alone to try and figure out what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And your whole nervous system is on overdrive and your mind is trying to process this and your heart just, in my case, my heart shuts down. It's like, well, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm recognizing the, the important is if we want to open up, it feels really good to have um, some sort of process. Yeah. It's, are you feeling that with, because, you know, with the, the mushrooms and well, friends I, that I, reach out? 
I, I would have a deep conversation with the people that organize these bufo experiences because uh, the preparation before is nil. They just allow you to arrive and pay and get the, into the experience right away. And after that, you get a Google document and a WhatsApp number as a, as a resource or after. And uh, they basically say uh, two to three days is required. Two weeks to a month is better. And uh, they say do some yoga, meditation, breath work if you can. So it's very summary of what they offer as a support. And I find that to be lacking in regards to what I felt I needed when I went through these experiences. And uh, that's why I am focusing on with you as well when we're doing our, uh, our retreats and helping people facilitate uh, these transformations. A preparation before, a lengthy and, and deep preparation before, as well as a follow-up after. Mm -hmm. Availability, uh, accessibility to, to somebody that is, is aware and that can listen and be present. Yes. I think also for things like Bufo, I had an experience with a friend of mine when I was living in Florida. And, um, and he had, you know, the big quantum opening and was with the person for a few hours. And then he called and he said, I, I, you need to come see me. And we're both bre breath practitioners. And yeah. uh, so there was a period. I mean, I, I found that one of the things that works in integration when somebody understands this is not a sexual thing, but to spoon somebody mm -hmm. so that they feel a safety. I come, you know, from behind. I know you laugh at this, but I just... I just see them, I can feel their body because I breathe against their back. Yeah. And I breathe and I stay quiet. And then I can feel they start to follow and mirror my breath. And with some, I start to feel the energy returning into their legs, into their arms. And then they can start speaking coherently. And that's what happened with this friend that did the bufo. And, um, and, so I, I'm saying that when we're doing our weekend retreats is that they have some time to get to know each other before yeah. and we laugh and we kind of get together and make our meal together in the kitchen and sit down. And, and my whole point is when we are down, when they are down, lying down and enjoying the ride with the music is that if anybody starts having any kind of expression that they need to, like you, damn, you sing, you laugh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're, you totally are joyful. But to have others that may have breakthroughs that are maybe crying or maybe some sounds that, that are, you know, can be a little bit alarming to other people. If we've spent already 24 hours or 18 hours together, and they have a chance to understand that if the person, you know, if, if Tom, Dick or Harry is lying down beside you and they are making some sounds or movements, smile, yeah. smile because they are healing. Yeah. And that is important because you know the person, you didn't just meet them 45 minutes ago and now they're having a moment yeah. and then you come out of your experience. And then the aftermath, do you remember that evening where we prepared su supper, Gael showed up? I yeah. don't remember laughing that much in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I had written down everybody's like, what was coming through their mouth over yeah. and over again. Who's yeah. drinking for Joey. <laughs> drinking for Joey and others. <laughs> and then, then I, you know, I said, okay, you were repeating this 20 times. What was going on? Yeah. And then you hear where they went and yeah. what they saw 
And then the next morning, getting up, going for a walk, having breakfast, reviewing what happened, and then everybody hugs and kisses and goes away. I think that that is safe and it completes the circle. So what do you think of that? Well, I agree totally. And uh, I understand a little bit more why the spooning, because you mentioned the questioning in the mirror neurons and then bringing mirroring the breath. And uh, I understand that it's actually your body, your unconscious talking to their body and their unconscious teaching them how to come back to baseline. Mm-hmm. So it makes total sense now that you that you explained it that way mm-hmm. to me. And I, I totally feel how that three days is like a strict minimum. The arrival mm-hmm. on Friday and the departure on Sunday afternoon and having a full day on Saturday uh, is a strict minimum to go through these type of experiences. And even without psychedelics, if you're just doing meditation, hypnosis and uh, breath, breath work. work. Yes. And I yes. can't even say just because that's huge. That's already huge doing these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a three days is a minimum. Doing it on a day and then being left on your own. And of course, there's the online community, which is available, but uh, the physical is, there's nothing that beats the physical, the physical hug, the, the listening of the laugh, the seeing of the person's eyes light up as they're laughing and the smiles and the movements. Yes. And, and how many times have, you know, we sat in circles after a profound experience of breath work or, or other things that when someone is sharing in the group and, um, and they become you know, their emotions rise. And as they're sharing, the tears start to flow. And then you feel the hearts opening in the group and tears flowing, vulnerability rising. And so, you know, there are people that tell you a story and the whole group is laughing. And then the next one may be something so profoundly, you know, vulnerable is the word that comes to me. And you just feel the energy of, of healing, but the appreciation that somebody has put themselves out there and said, this is what I felt. Yeah. And then everybody's there connected. Like we're saying mirror, you call them mirror neurons. Is that what you, yeah. the word? You, yes. Yeah. Mirror neurons are the neurons that uh, our brain used to uh, learn. We never mm-hmm. learn really except by modeling someone else. And uh, it, it, the mirror neurons come into play where we imitate. We're great imitators, human beings. So we, whatever we see, you know, monkey see, what monkey do is what we feel the expression. We truly are monkeys that repeat. And uh, because our brain ultimately is very lazy, uh, it, it uses up a lot of energy. 20% of your energy uh, consumption daily is from your brain. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything is normal. If you're having a bad day, a tough day, a challenging day, a shock day, and then all of a sudden goes up to 30, 40% of your energy consumption. That's why we get very tired with emotions because it's processed in the brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, mirror neurons are the way that we learn because the, the, the brain learns quickly and doesn't use, tries to use as little energy as possible. And that's why it repeats patterns. That's why it automates things, habits, good or bad. It doesn't matter. It says, oh, you're doing this often, the cigarette up to your mouth 20 times a day. Okay, let's, let's repeat that. And let's not think about you need to do this. We'll just automate it. And it's not necessarily an addiction from the molecule. It's an addiction from the safety in something similar, even though harmful. Ooh, good one. Yeah. And uh, that's the process of eliminating habits is to one, recognize that it's harmful to accept that it is automated and you don't have control over it for now. And three, get into the one step forward to change and go into the uncomfortable state in order to be able to release that habit because it's going to be uncomfortable when you release it. 
And that's why we practice the, the discomfort with cold water, with breath retention, with psychedelics, with, with physical activity that brings you out of breath, with all of these exercises, practices that bring you to the discomfort is practice for when you're changing a habit that's no longer serving you. Wow, Joey, that was beautifully said. Yeah, it just came out of me. I sort of downloaded something there. <laughs> was that a rip? Was that a flow? Because it sounded like something that you would use with people with addictions and people with obsessive thinking. That's definitely my target market. Uh, it's essentially, I'm serving myself uh, with every one of my clients and uh, everything, every bridge that I've crossed are the bridges I can help people across. Mm -hmm. That was something in, um, I, um, I do something with a group from Missouri on uh, Wednesday nights. Yeah. And we watch videos and then we have uh, a chat. Mm -hmm. And um, and we did the whole series rewired on Gaia. Oh, and, that's and that's Dispenza, right? That's Dispenza. Right now we're doing. Um, oh, oh, she'll she'll come back to me. And in that, I Carolyn Miss. Yes. Oh, thank God you listened to me. I I, I, picked, <laughs> it, I picked it out of your brain. I heard it. <laughs> And, um, and I recognized this thing about the wiring of how I had gotten addicted to these feelings that felt like acid oh. in my body because I got addicted to these places where if I thought about that, I felt really bad. Oh. And, and it just was detrimental to my mental health. And, but when I saw how, and because for me, it's a lot about seeing yeah. uh, that I learn. And when I saw how my, the chemical release of feeling like shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> the chemical release was something that my body had become comfortable with. It felt yeah. safe with that chemical, you know, combination, the cocktail going through my body that I was actually uncomfortable feeling happy, feeling love, feeling safe. I was uncomfortable because it was so foreign to me. But once I started to understand, oh, Gio, you are addicted to this chemical cocktail, a feeling on fire inside with anger and resentment. And I'll tell you that awareness and the program, his series has enough episodes for it to really get profoundly into me yeah. that when I would feel bad and saying, man, there's the addict again. We don't hmm. need this because I could feel the rush through my body like other things that I have used in the, in the past. And people don't realize that a negative celebration is exactly the same as a positive one. So even though we're feeling bad and acidic, like you said, uh, and we, we negatively celebrate it, like I'm so, I'm so useless. How come I'm doing this? Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm addicted. That's a negative celebration and it's reinforcing your habit. Curiously, it activates the same areas of your brain. Yeah. You positively celebrate it. Go figure. I, yeah. uh, you know, I just thought I have to work on another part of my brain. It was, no, no, it's the same place. Same it's place. Just, yes. And I had no clue I was addicted, like chemically addicted to that feeling. And when that happened, I got agency over it because it was an awareness I hadn't had before. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a lot of beautiful insights. Beautiful insights. Now, I, we, I want to be respectful of your time, Sheila and Nick and whoever else is listening. We're already at the 30-minute mark. 
we will be winding down quickly, but maybe we could invite either Nick or Sheila if they have something to share in regards to what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, or knowledge towards it and share. It would be a pleasure. There's Sheila. There's Sheila. Come on board. Come on board. Hi there. Good morning, Joey and Giovanna. How are you doing? Great. Ciao, Bella. Actually, you are doing well because I've heard everything. (laughs) How are you doing, Sheila? You know, I'm doing really well. And I just wanted to thank you both very much for your conversations. Uh, I I did um, start the Wim Hof uh, breathing and it's really made such a profound difference. I did it two times yesterday and I'm really looking forward. Yeah, that's it's kind of after this, uh, I do the breathing and then I do some yoga and then I get on with the rest of my day. So so this this podcast, Joey and Giovanna, I just want to thank you very much for being here every day to put it on. Yeah, well, we show up daily. That's apparently what pros do, they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pros show up that's pros stuck. show up yeah and if they tag team there's another pro that comes on board and uh, we're perfect with that as well well thank you for that sharing sheila and I, I i encourage you to do it as often as you feel you need to because uh, once a day is great twice is even better three times mm-hmm. you skyrocket every productivity in your life mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yesterday sheila when you sang i believe yeah. it was yesterday you make my day because it's mm. such a natural, like, you want me to sing? Yeah, let's go. And, and that celebrate myself as you're doing it. I'm starting to know it, so I'm singing it myself. Yeah. Thank and you, I, thank you, thank you. And I wanted to mention the first time we did a clubhouse together, Sheila and I was on the Socratic Walks, and she was a bit nervous about it. So we talked the day before, and she actually shared her songs with me the day before. And from that moment, which is just a few weeks ago, to what I heard you sing yesterday, you're completely at a different level now. Like the confidence that you're sharing, the clarity of voice, uh, you're, you're somewhere else entirely from when I met you only three weeks ago. Completely agreed. Thank you to both of you. I 100% agree with that statement. Thank you. And do you have another song for us, Sheila, to close off our room tonight, today? Oh, okay. I so mean, I have I- to ask when you're on stage, you're on stage. Well, I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. It's a good growth, uh, you know, moment for me. And I'm so thrilled to know that what I sing makes a difference for people. For sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now that, now that Giovanna said celebrate, and I'm thinking, hmm, that's all I can really think of at this moment. <laughs> do it again. I yeah. love it. It's a perfect yeah, song. Do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just, I loved how it was, it came to me at a moment when I was feeling really low and I said, how can I get out of this by the time, you know, I, I arrive at my destination? I said, you know what? I believe in myself. And then I just, the more I believed in myself, I said, you know what? And I celebrate myself. And the, mm-hmm. and the great thing about this is that you can change it to any tempo. I sometimes clap my hands walking around the house singing it. I do believe in myself. Yes, I do believe in myself. And I do believe in myself. I celebrate myself, and I celebrate myself, and I celebrate myself. So thank you very, very much, both of you. That was lovely. Thank you very much, Sheila. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Nick, that is here. Anybody that's listening to the replay, and once again, join the club, share to the people you feel that this can give value to. 
This was our Inspiration Wednesday, and come back to us tomorrow on the Be Human Club with our Thriving Thursday. And uh, we will see who will show up, and we're going to be sharing what helps us thrive every day. Thank you, everybody. Have yourselves a great day, and talk tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.